now's the time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's gonna be a new world order out there. And we've got to lead it. Who are fake news? I am not suicidal. We'll circle back with you directly. I can circle back, I'll circle back with you. Do not come. Do not come. I'm gonna come. Hello and welcome to episode 162 of the Jeffrey and Brian Show. I am Jeffrey. I'm Brian. We're just two guys drinking beer, talking what's going on. Uh, midweek episode, so it might be a little lighter. Uh, unfortunately, we don't get to do is Biden older than because apparently people are enjoying that segment. Yeah, becoming one know? of our most popular segments. Yes, even if they're asking us to uh, do this with stuff but don't know the answers themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I should have looked it up first. I was like, yes, dude, should have. He just wanted to be an active participant yeah. on the show. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. Play along. It's fun. Uh, uh, all right, well, let's get right into our local stuff here. Yep. This missing woman, Anna Walsh, we've been talking about for a couple weeks now. Yep. Uh, and then her house burned down after she went missing. That was totally unrelated. And we said, yeah, right. Then uh, suspicious shit happens with her husband around some dumpster and like mystery things are found to include like bloody carpets and like hacksaws. And like, oh, don't worry. That has nothing to do with anything. And we're like, yeah, fucking right. Well, now this dude's been arrested uh, for murder. Um, it's difficult to prove murder without a body, though, isn't it? Like, if you can't prove someone's dead, it's difficult yeah. to prove that they've been murdered. Mm-hmm. So they might have, they must have some serious evidence. Uh, we'll see. Apparently, he didn't do a good enough job burning it. Yep. Uh, so the MacArthur Center down there in Virginia, in Norfolk, I believe, right? Yeah, downtown Norfolk. Uh huh. That's Is that an indoor mall? Yes. Okay. So that's why it's falling apart. It's a mall. They're all closing nationwide. Uh, they're, they're disappearing as fast now as they appeared in the 80s. Yeah. Um, a few weeks ago, the Brazilian restaurant called uh, uh, Texas Day Brazil closed down. But another <coughs> restaurant is coming in its place there. That was the place where, where they, you had the little red and green stopper thingy. Yeah. Uh-huh. You yeah, flip it over and they just keep cutting your meat off. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, you brought me there once on a Groupon. Yep. Yep. Oh my god, it was so good. And uh California Pizza Kitchen is the latest place to close up shop at the mall. Never so. heard of them. Are they one of those only in a uh, mall environment kind of places? No, they got standalone restaurants too. All right. But they they got a stone of oven, you know, they cook the pizzas in it's like a, a stone ovens type thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Wood fire pizzas. Gotcha, gotcha. But, All right. Well, give me a follow up on this. What was he, six year old or something like that? Uh huh. Well, more's coming out about it. Um, one thing that came out is actually this boy assaulted two staff members earlier in the day before he shot his teacher. How does a six year old assault an adult? I don't short know. of short of fi- shooting a gun at them. I guess he hit him or something. But you think if he was already acting out earlier in the day. Wouldn't authorities be called or his parents be called at some point to deal with it? It, it Maybe not necessarily the authorities, but 
if it, it parents could, it definitely should, yeah it should get to the it should get to the authorities before the kid i still can't believe a six-year-old brought a gun to school and shot his teacher yeah it's kind of it's crazy the school's still not reopened yet and I'm glad they're not going to reopen until they got metal detectors in place. So. And I am glad that uh, the mother is being charged with all sorts of uh, reckless endangerment charges, right? Mm-hmm. And now, of course, the uh, the anti-gun people are coming out saying we need to have a waiting period for the purchase of a gun. There's also yep. another bill they're trying to get turned into a law that says if you got kids in the house, you have to secure your gun in a proper manner. Because right now there's no law in Virginia that says how you have to secure your gun. No, but there are reckless, uh, there are gross negligence laws. Yes. Like if it's safe in your home to leave your gun sitting on the kitchen table, that's okay to do in Virginia. Like when the wife and I lived there, it was just the two of us. We yeah. had guns all over the house. Yeah. Well, you didn't have any kids at the time. I'm sure you're, you're storing your shotgun differently there in Massachusetts now. Yes, everything is completely different, especially with a kid running around. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. not to mention different laws of the different commonwealths. That's but why my, you my, can only have a shotgun. Oh, I could have a rifle uh, without need, having to get a uh, concealed carry permit. Okay. You need a concealed carry permit to have a, a handgun in Massachusetts. Which I think is ridiculous, but whatever. They're saying I can't even buy one to keep in my house. <laughs> uh but anyway, speaking of uh, ridiculous yeah. violence, mm-hmm. uh, I want to make a Polish joke. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to make Polish jokes, but this chief of police in Poland got a gift from uh, Ukraine, was it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a rocket launcher from the Ukraine. Grenade launcher. Grenade launcher, yeah. Well, he blew himself up. Yep. Uh, and he managed to survive. I just thought that was kind of hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Claire pointed that out to us. She thought he should be a, a award winner of the Darwin Award. It does sound like a Darwin Award, doesn't it? Yeah, you do have to die to win a Darwin Award, though. Okay. He's runner-up. Yes, there you go. Uh, more ridiculousness. Okay, I, I don't know where this came from, but apparently one of these weird jungle cats, little jungle cats, got loose in a zoo. Well, not necessarily got loose, but they found it in the monkey cage. Well, they found some looks like somebody cut holes in the fencing for both the monkey habitat and the leopard habitat. The leopard was found nearby his habitat, but outside the fence. Yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Exactly. And it said that they both had looked like they they weren't sure if it was the same incident or same person. I was like, obviously it was like, yeah. What are the odds if someone comes by a week later and cuts another hole into a habitat that's exactly the same size and dimensions? You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, this has become an issue, and we've said this before how it seems like they're trying to change what words mean so we, we can't have a conversation anymore. Right. Uh, in the name of wokeness. Um, these colleges and this professor from where is it? Uh, I, don't, I don't, don't remember. I'd have to click on the thing and open it up. <clears throat> but this college professor is warning, are they a Cornell law professor? So like an actual school. Yeah. Um, 
is saying that we're having a real issue with basically censorship, um, word policing. You can't say these. You can't even discuss these things. You can't say these things. You can't have these opinions. Uh, and it's putting in this authoritative, authoritarian uh, setup almost by censoring people. Um, you know, they're taking the when your mama when you were a kid, your mama told you if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. They're trying to turn this into law and policy. Right. Well, I'm allowed to disagree with you, and it's not nice to disagree with you, but if you're going to tell me that this person with the penis is a woman, I'm going to tell you, no, you're welcome to live your life however you want, but I'm not going to deny the XY versus XX in the chromosomes. You know, you can do whatever you want with your body. Like, Claire's a dear friend of ours on, on all the time. Mm-hmm. And completely understands that argument. And I'd imagine that most people in the trans community would have to understand that argument or else you'd run into a lot of problems uh, trying to get into a relationship. You know what I mean? Uh, which is actually an interesting video I watched earlier. Uh, this transgender female couldn't understand why straight dudes didn't want to date her. And it's like, they don't like penises. So that's why, you know, it's like if you haven't done the whole thing, you haven't done, you know what I mean? That, that's not even a question at that point, you know? Yeah. But that you're not even allowed to say these things at school. You'll be kicked off of campus. You'll be fined. You'll be mm-hmm. kicked out of class. Um, whether you think I'm an asshole or not, I have a right to say all these asshole things, especially in a school setting. That's the whole point of a college, isn't it? Is to get together and discuss ideas. And the best ideas are supposed to rise to the top. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, and by by not letting people have these conversations, it's it's ridiculous. Just like right now, the Democrats are trying to basically undo the, the, the freedom of speech aspect of the First Amendment by saying all of this stuff is white supremacist. Um, uh, here we go. What's it? The unconstitutional anti-white supremacy bill. Um, it just—it seems kind of crazy that they're—they they're, want to make it a federal co- crime to basically say, uh, "Oh, you go." It is a criminal hate speech law that would violate core principles of the First Amendment. Uh, George Washington University law professor Jonathan Chile wrote in a Tuesday blog post. It makes clear that the accused does not actually have to support or conspire in a crime. Uh, well, this bill is not even going to see the light of day with the Republicans in charge of the House of Representatives. No, no, exactly. And they're going to be called bigots for it. That's the problem. Uh, because like, oh, they, they struck down the anti-white supremacy bill. Like, yeah, but your bill didn't actually say anything that, you know what I mean? It, it, can't, it can't make a hate crime more of a hate crime because it was done by a certain group of people because that's not applying the law evenly. Right. Yeah. No, I didn't. I managed to find this somehow. Uh, Natalie Gosnell. She's an astrophysicist. And I laughed a little bit because Gosnell, the first thing I thought was Kermit Gosnell, that doctor that was aborting uh, mm-hmm. babies that were already born. Uh, remember cut, yeah, cutting the spinal cord. Yeah. Uh, she says astrophysics, astrophysics is riddled with white supremacy. And here we go. 
Let me find a good quote. She's got a couple good ones. Oh, we go. Uh, Gosnell, who holds a doctorate in astronomy from the University of Wisconsin-Madison and is a recipient of the prestigious Cottrell Scholar Award. So, okay. Uh, she's winning awards. That's good. Argued that tenets of white supremacy, like individualism and exceptionalism and perfectionism, shape everything from the direction of physics research to be language used by scientists. So, excellence and accuracy in astrophysics is white supremacy. Yeah. Does that, when they had that whole, all of these things are now white supremacy and it said being on time is white supremacy. All I could think was, did you just say that no one else knows how to be on time? Like all the stereotypes about all, and Ray made the joke, oh, you never heard about Hispanic time? All the jokes about all this stuff. You're saying that all these stereotypes are true, if that's the point. And then you are the one saying that the white people are superior because they're on time and they're professional and they're accurate. Am I the only one who sees the logic in this argument here? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, oh my God. If, if doing well and working hard is white supremacy, then you're saying that these other ethnicities can't do that. Mm-hmm. And by saying that, then you're now saying that these people are in fact superior because they can. <laughs> that's that's why they're leading the world. That's like the same argument. That sounds like the argument that they use to get people to load Jewish people up into rail cars. These people are controlling everything. We need to uh, send them off for their own good. Give everyone else a fair chance. <laughs> Mustache twirl. All right. Get me back on track, Brian. Give me a hard uh, segue to something else. Oh, uh, let's see here. January 6th shit, I believe. Yep, yep. Well, they had this, uh, the first January 6th defendant who breached the Senate was acquitted on obstruction charges, but he's found guilty on a whole bunch of other charges. What so was he's he still alleged- facing jail time, but not as much. What was he accused of obstructing? Uh, the proceeding of the the electoral college votes the the, i thought the votes were already done by then that that was the actual like uh inauguration no january that january 6th was the day the electoral college got together that's right the 20th is the uh, turnover day day, isn't it the inauguration day yeah my mistake oh wow maybe i have had enough beers that's that's not possible um yeah i guess he had a knife in the Capitol? Yeah, he said he normally carries a gun, but he knew he couldn't take a gun into the Capitol area, so he brought a knife for protection. That was stupid. He's That's going to bone him so hard. Uh, you can't even have a pocket knife in D.C., let alone in the Capitol building. That's true, but apparently you can carjack and do other violent crimes and get away with them. Because yes, these- because... Yes, Uh I'm I'm just mind blown by the carjacking thing because that is a capital offense in the United States. Not in DC. And DC is like, ah, eh, it's a misdemeanor now. <laughs> um for anyone who doesn't remember carjacking, because it was a long time ago that we saw actual carjackings. Like it's a very uncommon thing now. But someone usually pulls up to a red light, then someone jumps out of nowhere, 
smack, uh, rips your door open, points a gun at your face, pulls you out of the car, and says, "Get the fuck out!" And they drive away in your car. Well, the mayor vetoed this uh, this thing once, and the city council overruled his veto. So, what exactly is going to happen to these crimes, these violent crimes? What, what uh, exactly? Let's see here. It's reducing the penalties on those things, but this it's council members are expected to override his vote, which they did and send the bill to Congress where federal lawmakers will have 60 days to review it within that period. Congress may enact a joint resolution, disapproving the council's act. If president Biden approves the resolution, the act will be prevented by coming law. So they're expecting Congress, which has the ultimate authority over DC's laws to not let this thing go through. Interesting. It basically um, was going to get rid of, it was going to make reduce maximum sentence and eliminate nearly all mandatory minimum sentences and expanded rights to jury trials by those accused of misdemeanors. Um, I, I like the idea of mandatory minimum because then, you know, if you're getting a bit, even if you don't know it, you could have known before you engage in a certain crime, you know that no matter what, if you get caught, you're going to do at least this much time in prison. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. And the reason why carjacking became a capital offense in the United States is because it was so common for people to just throw people out of their cars in the early 80s uh, with baby seats in the back. And babies and in the baby seats. Yes. And they, they take off and then the cops chase them. And this all of a sudden you're kidnapping, too. So uh, that's how they actually stopped carjackings from happening for the most part in this country is making it a capital offense. I think we should keep it a uh, a high penalty for carjacking for several reasons. And the babies in the back seat is a big part of it. But also, I think uh, I think every American should keep a gun on them. And if someone tries to pull you out of your car, you shoot them in the chest five times and stomp the gas and run the red light. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's one way to handle it anyway. <laughs> Not necessarily the right way, but one way. Someone tries to pull you out of your car and steal your baby. You shoot that person and you take off. Then you call the police when you're safe. Uh, yeah, all right. Speaking of DC being stupid. Uh, more Biden documents keep popping up. Uh, and they're still trying to defend... Joe Biden somehow, but even Joy Behar, I believe it is, whichever one's on The View, is saying that Biden really blew it. Uh, But what did uh, Jim Jordan say about, oh, he he just wants fair treatment? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, how come we took pictures of and published everything out there for everything? There was an FBI raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. No raids have been done on any of the Biden properties. Well, what's very interesting is people are using that as an argument saying, well, he, he he's helping the he's in, you know, cooperating. Trump had to be raided. The FBI cut their own lock off at Trump's house. Trump was cooperating. Yeah, he was giving them the, the code and the keys and everything else. I mean, that, that, yeah, it was their own lock that they put on this stuff. But the, the dude above the guy in charge said, F it, we're going in and I'm going to get all the credit for this. This is all documented out there to find easy too. like this was not a secret. And it was just, I thought it was nuts that this guy did it himself. Sorry, I just can't hear the kid, still hear the kids screaming. So can I. 
I know. And she just won't go away. Um, uh, fuck. I don't know. Go ahead, man. I got completely distracted with her giggling and running. Yeah, I mean, it's just, well, this is what's going to happen. You know, now that the Republicans are in charge of the House, there's going to be uh, more investigations on the Bidens. You think so? More. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've already put in a, a January 6th type committee to investigate corruption in the Biden administration. Yeah, all the way back to uh, Ukraine gate, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's going to be more investigations. Um, whether anything comes up or not, I don't know. Probably not. But more stuff's going to come out than would have if Nancy Pelosi was still in charge of everything. Are they throwing Biden under the bus to get someone else in position? It's beginning to look like that. It really is. Like like you said, maybe they could try to get two birds with one stone, get Biden and Trump uh, out of the way so that their uniparty can take over. Yeah, and this isn't the first time that uh, Biden has mishandled documents. No, oh, well, I'm... he was he was accused of uh, it was had he found in 2020 when he was vice president, him and his staff mishandled classified documents. This stuff that we just found was when he was vice president, too. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, these are all from when he was vice president. And that's why they're saying, well, if he's president, he could declassify it. But you can't declassify it as vice president. You don't have that authority, even if he did. That means the president did, too. And Trump was actually president when this stuff happened. Yeah. And uh, as much as I have to say, I'm not a huge Trump fan. He makes me laugh a lot. I liked a couple of his policies. I'm very excited his bump stock thing got overturned. Mm. Um, uh, But at least be honest about what happened. And you know what I mean? Yeah, if you yeah. can't be honest about this stuff, and that's that whole word policing, you're not allowed because this will offend someone. You're like, no, it's literally the same thing. And you're saying this guy's the devil and shouldn't be allowed to run for office. It's like this guy did the same thing, but he had less authority to do it when he did it. Yeah. And it, it's frustrating as fuck, man. It's like you can't have a real conversation with these folks. That's why I'm stuck talking to you fucking right wing conservatives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Uh yeah, okay, so these mishandled documents. Uh, yeah, apparently he did, like, a bunch of interviews and he just had files, like, sitting out on yeah, tables and yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. And the guy took a picture of the di- file sitting out and uh, they deleted the, the photo off his, his camera. Obviously, and they probably should have arrested him for taking a picture of it. Well, he was trying to prove a point. I get it, but... Uh, and he, all he did was took a picture of He didn't take a picture of the actual classified document. He took yeah. a picture of the folder that you can actually download Bye. PDF right now and print out your own top secret cover yeah. sheets for your file folders. You know, it's funny. It was uh, Which one was the Air Force? The 22s or the 35s? 35s. Okay. So the Navy had the 22s? Yeah, we got 22s. All right, and the Marine Corps has 22s. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my father was down in Virginia visiting. I don't remember why. Oh, I think we were playing golf at the air base. Uh, and I was like, hey, come. I know something I know something cool about this place. And I brought him around. And I, 
point out through the fence is what's that? And I was like, that's the new top secret jet the Air Force is using the uh, the uh, the thirty F thirty five. And he's like, no kidding, really? I was like, yeah. And he takes out his camera, his phone, and takes a picture. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Dude, no, I'm not even kidding you. Within minutes, dude, to them, 16s came over. Like, you need to give that to us now. He's like, what? And I was like, dude, just give it to them. Maybe they'll give you your phone back when they're done. <laughs> and he's like, I don't understand what I did. And I was like, you just took a picture of the top secret aircraft. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I was like, you're lucky you didn't get shot. Did he get his phone back? Huh? Did he get his phone back? He did. They just, they were like, don't. They're like, don't be dumb. Come on. He's like, I didn't think about that. And then, you know, I showed, like, what are you guys even doing on base? And I showed him my ID, my uh, Navy ID. And I'm like, I just, and I was like, yeah, we had played a golf. <clears throat> Thought it'd be cool to look at the Jets. He obviously didn't think about it. And they're like, yeah, just don't, don't do that. And they deleted it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, was like, seriously, though, they might have just taken it and smashed the thing right there on the spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. This was like when they were brandy ass new, too. Uh, there were only like 20 of them on the entire fleet at the time. Uh, all right. Anyway, back to Joe Biden and his ridiculous documents that he was keeping in a Maryland house with his Corvette. Delaware. Delaware house with his Corvette, right? Yeah. His precious um, Corvette. Uh, um, did you know Joe, uh, his son Hunter used to live in that home during the time that these documents were stored there? No, I didn't know that. I made a comment that he had access to it. I didn't realize he actually lived there. But well, he might not have access to the garage. I don't know, man. If you're paying rent, especially rent like this, it sounds like you should have access to even the Corvette. Is the house even worth fifty thousand dollars in rent a month? Is anything worth? Wait, oh my god, where are you going to pay fifty grand in rent a month? Like Mars's Vineyard. Yeah, but wouldn't you just buy the place? Oh, sure, his dad was not selling. Jeez, Louis, fifty what forty nine thousand something dollars a month. Hunter Biden was paying in rent to his father while living in this place, and it's like that seems kind of ridiculous. Uh, that seems shady, and it seems like a way to launder money. Yeah, they they found out this information on a background screening request. Where he listed his monthly rent down as $49,910 a month. I wonder if this is the 10% for the big but guy. But he also marked part of it wrong. He put he owned the place instead of family friend. He owned he it and was paying rent? House. Biden owns the house. He claims This he is owned- the form he filled out to get the gun. And he lied on the forms. Yeah. Several well, he lied times. a bunch of times on that form. Uh, and that's an issue. But honestly, I think a lot of these questionnaires are unnecessary and shouldn't be around to purchase a gun anyway. Mm-hmm. And they- another thing he's doing, we don't have it on here, but since we're on the Hunter Biden kick, um, he's got a, a love child that uh, he's now paying child support on because the paternity test proved that he is the father. And the mother of the child wants to change her last name to Biden. Nothing he can do to stop her. And he's saying no. Nothing he he can do about it. Hunter Biden's saying that she should be allowed to change her daughter's name to Biden and capitalize on the Biden family name. 
Hunter Biden shouldn't be allowed to capitalize on the Biden family. I, no, he should because he's, he's a the chief capitalizer. Too. He's the one that made the most money for the big guy. Yeah, for the big guy, Joe's the guy winning. Uh, uh, there's nothing he can do to stop her from changing her name, the kid's name. Uh, especially now that they have proof that uh, he is he is the father. Yeah, he didn't. He's never seen this child. In person, he just pays child support. No, I, I mean, was she some drug addicted hooker? Probably. Yeah, well, it's what you get for uh, banging drug hookers. You know what I mean? While you're on drugs. And that's a good point. It wasn't just that they needed the money to buy drugs. He was giving them the drugs to have sex with them. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah. And then they keep Joe keeps saying the economy is doing better. And people keep telling me gas is down 25%. Oh, it's back up down here. Well, the problem is I tried to explain. I think I talked about this, the fraction before, right? Yeah. Yeah. If it goes up 400%, then down 25%, it's not back to where it was. You're still up 300%. Yeah. Eggs are super, stupid expensive down here now. And they're difficult to that and chicken are even difficult to find. And when you do, they're expensive. Uh, we go to we went to BJ's wholesale club and picked up a bunch of chicken and uh ground beef. Because uh we've we we've been saying for about a year now, almost an entire year now, that this harvest season was gonna be particularly difficult. Yeah. Uh we said grains are gonna be difficult, uh petroleum products are gonna be difficult, and chicken is gonna be difficult. I didn't even think about eggs, but that makes sense. If there are no chickens, there are no eggs, right? Um, I saw something interesting, though, that the chicken prices uh, and the egg prices aren't just up because of the bird flu. Right. Well, apparently, the, the, uh, the supermarket chains aren't paying the farmers the markup. They're just marking this stuff up, up on their own. And buying less product, apparently, according to some farmers. Anyway, I don't know. Mm-hmm. This this is just hearsay because I listened to someone else's interview. You know what I mean? Yeah. That might just be this one guy who had a bad deal with his uh, distributor, you know? Right. Uh, but Biden's out here saying that the Republicans are fiscally demented while well, the while our economy falls apart around us. What does that even mean? Fiscally, it means you don't understand money. But, I mean, Joe's the true international depression, bad gaff care guy. Uh, and typically speaking, the Republicans don't do much to reduce the, the budget anyway. All they do is slow down the Democrats. And that's actually what pisses me off the most about them. Uh, well, his speech garnered three Pinocchios from the Washington Post, which is a liberal newspaper. Very actually, isn't that owned by uh, yes, the now richest man in the world? Yeah, the Amazon guy, Jeff yeah, Bezos, Bezos right? Uh-huh. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, I believe Elon Musk hasn't been the richest man in the world for a couple months now, right? Nope, since Twitter took a giant dump after he bought it. That's fine, I don't give a fuck what happens to Twitter. I made my money, I got my minivan. Uh, yeah, but he's saying that the stupid that they don't understand uh, like how the economy works, and Biden obviously has no idea what's going on. 
Like we're, we're printing so much money. We have turned the, uh, the amount of money available to like an exponent in the last couple of years because savings accounts used to not count as quote money in the system. Right. Because the whole idea of a savings account was it, it was more difficult to access a savings account back in the day. Remember? Yeah. Uh, and that was the whole idea was that money. That was the money that wasn't actually there in a reserve system. Like the reserve had the, your checking account available to you. Your savings was supposed to be the most of your money. But you couldn't just withdraw it all at once because it wasn't actually physically at the bank. Uh, now we went and included all that as, as checking money. So all the money that everyone had saved. And, okay, a lot of people saying, oh, I have nothing saved. That's you. A lot of people have some money in their savings account. Some, a lot of people put 100 bucks a month in their savings account and never touch the shit until they retire. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like a savings account. They'd rather buy stocks and stuff, but everyone's got different shit, but we just added all this extra money into the system and made it accessible like that with a debit card. Uh, and it's it like quadrupled the money available in the system. And all of a sudden we could spend all of this money. It's like, don't know. No, that's everyone's fucking entire life savings that you're just spending and sending to Ukraine and pallets of cash and bombs. Anyway, back back where we were. Uh, I'm going to try to play this clip. All right. It's MLB speech. Martin Luther King Day speech. Yeah, that was that's that was tomorrow or today or yesterday, right? Yesterday. Yes, uh, yeah, yesterday. Oh. Muted. And how we recruit, how we hire, how we train, how we promote, and how we retain retain and law enforcement policies to emphasize de-escalation. We have to retrain cops as to why should you always shoot for de with deadly force? The fact is, if you need to use your weapon, you don't have to do that. And look, to call a fresh approach to recruit and how we recruit, how we hire, how we train, how we promote, and how we retain, retain law enforcement policies to emphasize so i i will if you I don't will. need to always use deadly force to shoot i mean that statement is stupid i will say right now the reason why is because to use your firearm at all to be is to be authorized to use deadly force period right because it's a deadly weapon we have to assume that you're going to destroy whatever you fired at uh, yeah, all these <laughs> that right there, you have to assume. I love reading comments on Twitter. So the first person was like, "Yes, we should." Re they haven't been retrained since the 1950s. Blah blah blah. Military addition of the police force. And then the next person is like, "You're wrong. Shooting the wound is an impossibility in most cases. Yes. Cops today with body cams and bystander phones are reluctant." To pull their guns so cops are dying because they're too reluctant to shoot they need to shoot more not less well that's a little extreme but <laughs> um no and the, the shoot to wound is one of the dumbest things i've ever heard uh, a dude who's gut shot can still shoot you in the head right uh oh my god and have you how many people saying, oh, shoot him in the leg? How many of them have ever actually fired a gun? None. Because it's it takes you long enough to uh, to learn how to shoot, let alone sight in a firearm. Yeah. 
let alone sight in a new firearm. Like, you know what I mean? It's the, every weapon's different. Yeah. And you take it to the range, you feel it out, so you learn how it shoots. And that's difficult enough to even find your target, the first, you know, box of bullets or whatever. And now you're going to say, okay, now let's say you're, you're familiar with your weapon, but now you're saying you want to target something that's the size of a human leg moving at running speeds as opposed to the biggest part of the body, which is the chest, which stays pretty steady for the most part with someone charging. Uh, it, it's the shoot to wound things. I understand the idea behind it, but you need, if you are using your firearm, you need to eliminate the threat immediately and as quickly as possible. Yep. Or you didn't need to use your firearm at all. And that is a conversation that can be had. We may be shooting too much. That's possible. But once you, once the decision has been made to fire a gun, it is always deadly force. You have to understand this. I mean, we learned about the, the force triangle in the, in the Navy, you know? And then the, what is the keep always never keep keep or something like that? Something silly. I don't remember. Yeah. Never point your weapon at anything you don't intend to destroy. Keep your weapon on safe until safe to fire, uh, until ready to fire. Keep your finger off the trigger until ready to fire. Yeah, that whole thing. But yeah, then the deadly force uh, whole thing. Um, the escalation. Mm-hmm. Uh, how to de-escalate and not have to fire your weapon. Uh, but realistically, once you've unholstered your weapon, you have to assume it's going to be fired to yeah. kill somebody. And maybe the argument we should be getting here instead of don't shoot to kill, maybe the argument we should be getting is Let's use tasers and pepper spray more. Uh, well, that then you got cops that are pulling the wrong thing and killing people yeah. with their taser. Yeah, she screwed that up bad. I remember us talking about her, right? Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, shit, I shot him. I'm going to jail. If she just kept her mouth shut, she probably would have been fine because she was within her rights to use deadly force at that time. She didn't have to admit she screwed up and drew the wrong weapon. <laughs> she, right. she, she meant to tase the guy, but she was within her rights to shoot him. <laughs> uh, uh, just, people have to understand exactly that is when it's okay to use deadly force and a gun is always considered deadly force. There's no such thing as less than deadly force with a firearm. Right. Just like, just like there's no such thing as a light cigarette anymore, right? They're all right. poison. <laughs> uh, less than lethal force would be a taser, a beanbag, mm-hmm. pepper spray. Oh, dear God. Have you ever seen the bruises people get from those beanbags? Yeah. Oh, my God. That looks so nasty. That Yeah, that will take the fight right out of you, won't it? Mm-hmm. You're going to be on the You're ground right. going, <laughs> and crying for an hour. Uh, all right. Uh, it's funny. I've started listening to some Russell Brand stuff on YouTube a little while ago. Uh-huh. Uh, guy used to drive me nuts because he, he pissed me off with all this stupid, super woke, wicked liberal crap. Right? It doesn't sound very liberal in this this interview. Oh well, all of a sudden he like looked around. and was like I was wrong the whole time, and for the last couple of years he's been uh questioning everything 
And he's definitely still not a conservative or a right winger. Right. But he doesn't take anyone's word for shit anymore. And I fucking love it. Uh, and he's been very fun to listen to because he'll be like, this isn't true. They're lying to you. <laughs> they said this last week. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. He's like, I don't believe any of this bullshit anymore. Uh, so did you watch the actual interview or you just did you just read the Fox News review of it? I just read the Fox News review of it. Um, Michael okay. Duckett put on there. I love Russell. Listen to him all the time. What was that? He okay. listens to Russell Brand all the time. Who did? Michael. Oh, yeah? There you go. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, the dude used to be super liberal, like, woke asshole. And then now he's like, no, man, I don't trust any of this shit. And uh, what do we call it? The, the blue pill? <laughs> Not the red pill? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, the red pill is the one that you, you wake up, right? Yeah. The blue pill, you stay in the matrix. Uh, I is that fuck? You got anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. We ran out of material quick. Like I thought we would have had more on it, but not much has happened. Um, since Saturday. Yeah, like some more documents came out. Who cares? Everyone's a white supremacist. That's not new. Yeah, like I love when they call black folk white supremacists too. Like remember when they called Larry Elder the black face of white supremacy? Yeah, and yeah, they were wearing like gorilla masks and throwing bananas at the guy, and it's like, you're saying he's the white supremacist? <laughs> uh, but anyway, I guess that's all. I guess that's all we got to go. So, like, that's our shit. All right, we're out. <laughs>